0: visit roberthalf.com today.
1: We've got breakout pitchers and waiver wire options next on Fantasy Baseball Today in 5. Welcome into FBT in 5 as always. Make sure to follow and stream us on Spotify. Today is Monday, April 25th. I am Frank Sanford joined by Scott White and two pitchers who might be breaking out right before our eyes. Scott Kyle Wright just keeps on cruising. 6 shutout innings. With 11 strikeouts this weekend. The other one, Eric Lauer. Six shutout with 13 strikeouts. Both were amazing. What have you seen for each one? Kyle Wright and Eric Lauer.
0: Well, Kyle Wright, I mean, yeah, he's breaking out. I don't have much question of that anymore. The first start, he was throwing that curveball that was a little harder and he was throwing it more. And it looks like it could be a difference maker for him. But, you know, the strikeouts weren't, huge in that start and I, I still questioned whether he could be that kind of pitcher and then he goes in and turns in this start against the Marlins on Friday, 11 strikeouts, 20 swinging strikes, seven on that curveball, four on the sinker, seven on the fastball, uh, which is, he, he's throwing harder as well. So, like, it, it, it just seems like every start, Kyle Wright has, oh, oh like, raised the, raised my thinking for how good he could be. And now I know he's capable of delivering uh, at least every now and then an an ace-like performance like this. Uh, So very excited about him. Lauer, you know, the 13 strikeouts in this start, there's not much evidence he's going to be able to do that repeatedly, as good of a start as it was. But what we have seen from him last year, he changed his pitch mix, faded the fastball, started throwing the breaking balls more. And over his final 15 starts he had a 223 ERA. Uh the strikeout rate wasn't great during that stretch but now he's continued to succeed this season as well and and there there may be reason to have uh have some confidence in Eric Lauer at this point. I don't think the upside's quite the same. Again, I don't think we're going to see a lot of 13 strikeout efforts from him, but maybe he's legit.
1: Eric Lauer doesn't throw his fastball much, as you mentioned, Scott, but when he does, the velocity is up on that pitch this season, averaging almost 94 miles per hour on the fastball. Last year, that was 92.6 for Eric Lauer. So both he and Kyle Wright looking pretty good early on in the season. Some waiver wire options. Eugenio Suarez had six hits this weekend. And he's off to a solid start. He's only batting 255, but he has three homers. He's walking a bunch. He's striking out less than before. Scott, do you think that Eugenio Suarez should be rostered in more than 64% of CBS leagues?
0: Yeah, probably more than that. I'm not totally back on board with him after a couple of really rough seasons. But the power never left him during that time. And strikeouts were out of control. So it's encouraging to see that they're back. And obviously, a lot of people need help at third base.
1: All right, how do you rank these outfield options from the weekend? Randall Gritchick has three multi-hit games in a row, including hit it, hitting his first home run with the Rockies on Sunday. Jock Peterson went three for three with a double dong. He's now up to five home runs on the season, and Ian Happ is batting three thirty-three early on. He's making a lot of hard contact, and he's striking out less than ever before. Scott, how do you rank those three? Gritchick, Jock Peterson, Ian Happ.
0: So, if if we're talking rest of season, I would go Grichik one, Hap two, Jock Peterson three. Peterson is probably never going to see him start against lefties. Now, as a short-term play, that that's fine. The, the Giants have only one lefty coming up this week on the schedule, and and obviously he's hot, and so I'm fine with Jock Peterson as a short-term pickup for that reason. Uh, Grichik, it's interesting. That home run was his first barrel ball season, and yet he's batting over 400. So clearly taking advantage of of, all the, the benefits that come with playing half his games at Coors Field. And power shouldn't be a concern in the long run. I mean, we've seen him deliver power year after year. So I think I think it's still shaping up to be a nice season for Grichik, even though this was his first home run.
1: All right, let's wrap up with some potential closers here. Scott, how do you rank these three waiver wire ads? Lucas Sims was activated on Friday for the Reds, and then he picked up his first save on Sunday. Uh, Emilio Pagan picked up his second save of the season this weekend, and Jorge Lopez picked up two more saves this weekend. Each of those names is rostered in less than 35% of CBS leagues. Sims, Pagan, Jorge Lopez.
0: So I think I'd gamble on Sims first. David Bell's closer usage has been all over the place the past couple of years, uh, but it was pretty clear Art Warren and Tony Santian weren't going to be the guy, if there is going to be a guy. And they both set up for Sims in this game. So hopefully Sims continues to get chances. Jorge Lopez does look like the guy for Baltimore. It's Baltimore. There may not be many save chances, but he's he's performing well in the role. He's thrown a lot harder this season. He'd be my second choice. Emilio Pagan. It's been pretty combustible the past couple years, and the Twins have alternatives.
1: All right, for more extensive fantasy baseball coverage, listen to the Fantasy Baseball Today podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, your smart speakers, or anywhere else podcasts are found. And thanks for listening to Fantasy Baseball Today in 5. We'll be back again tomorrow morning. Bye-bye.
0: New CBS Sunday.